This is not the point of Christmas. You may be seated. Sanctify them by your truth, O Lord. Your word is truth. Amen. As I mentioned earlier with the epistle reading, who Jesus is and the whole point of his birth is only understood in terms of what God's word says about it. If you want to have the true Christmas blessing, you have to expunge out of your heart, mind, and soul all of the worldly notions of this present age, including this. This is my stocking made by my Auntie Belle in 1951 when I was just about a month old. Every year there's been something in it, but never a lump of coal. Now, this is not because I was a good little boy. That notion at Christmas time is dead wrong. You may at times hear little Christmas stories or little Christmas ditties about the supposed meaning of Christmas. Most of them are also dead wrong. Do you know the little Christmas story about a boy who gets a Christmas pie? Little Jack Horner. Do you know that one? Why is little Jack Horner sitting in a corner eating his pumpkin, oops, his Christmas pie? Why does a child sit in a corner? That's not hard to figure out. Little Jack Horner was causing mischief and problems and maybe pushing his brother and sister around on Christmas of all things. So in punishment, he has to eat his Christmas pie in a corner. I could take a poll. How many of you have ever had to go in a corner, commonly called timeout? nowadays. This is a good picture of what we all are. We are all like little Jack Horner doing things we shouldn't even on a holy day. But there's grace. He actually gets to eat his Christmas pie. At this point, the story says, he stuck in his thumb and pulled out a plum, not a tricycle, not a tablet. This is an old English falsehood, that if on Christmas you could stick your thumb in that pie and be so lucky and fortunate as to actually snag a plum, that was telling everybody, as he says, what a good boy am I. Your good fortune, the blessings of earth that you receive, your earthly happiness that may come your way in this Christmas season are not in any sense a proof that you have received the Christmas blessing. Such thinking is foreign to Scripture, foreign to the Christian religion. For the Christian faith is not based upon luck. It's not based on your goodness. 
but on the sheer grace of God. I should have received a lump of coal every single year. But I digress. Not only should we receive a lump of coal, something more severe should happen. This gospel of Matthew regarding the coming of Jesus has an awfully dark and deadly element to it. Mary was found to be with child. That means she was trying to hide the fact that she was pregnant with the little baby Jesus, but she tried to hide it. When it finally came out that Mary was pregnant, Joseph, the husband, the betrothed husband, finds out that this wife of his appeared to be unfaithful. He knew he was not in charge or had caused this pregnancy. It had to be somebody else. And according to the Old Testament law, that is called adultery. And the law of the Old Testament demanded not a lump of coal, but a rock. It demanded that he would publicly renounce her before the entire town, calling her to be an adulterer. He was required by law to take a good-sized stone with his wife backed into a corner, and the good, pious citizens also were to take stones, and they were to not toss, but throw them hard at Mary until she was dead. If you only look at the law of God, there is no salvation. If you only, like Joseph first does, try to follow all the dictates of what God requires according to the Old Testament statutes, there will never be peace, there will never be a Savior. There will be no salvation, only a stoning. Now, it isn't just that the stoning is a terrible way to die. There was the public renunciation of Mary as an adulteress, which meant that as she died, she would die carrying her own sins before the throne of God. And as an adulteress, if that were the case, it is not merely that she would die. She would be damned, condemned, pushed aside from God for all eternity. I tell you all these details just in case you think in some sense that your goodness, your righteousness, your merit can somehow save you. We all are in the same situation as Mary. We have been found out. And just as it only takes one act between a woman and a man to cause that baby to appear, so it is with one single sin we are condemned. Such a terrible beginning to this Christmas story. Why ring bells? 
Joseph tried to get around this situation again by the law, but it doesn't work. He doesn't have the heart to renounce his wife, so he tries an end-around procedure. He thinks he can get by with merely letting her go, divorcing her quietly so that no one will know. They can't help but know. She is pregnant. She's going to give birth. Even if he renounces her as being a full wife through divorce, she's going to be on her own. She gets to take care of that baby without a father. In the ancient Jewish world, that was the same as a death sentence. She would die in poverty and probably starve to death. Her child as well. Where in the world is the good news here? Just as Mary received the angel Gabriel who said to her that she would give birth to the son of David, the promised Savior of the world, and she believed that astounding message and agreed to do this, so now with Joseph, an angel comes to him and says, don't be afraid to take Mary, your full wife, home. Again, he has the amazing faith to believe that word God sent through the angel. But don't misunderstand that you should believe angels all the time. Sometimes even the devils show up as angels of light, according to Scripture. In both the case of Mary and of Joseph, there is the quotation to them of God's word. For Mary it would be from Isaiah that the virgin shall conceive and bear a son. Joseph is told the same thing, and his name will be called Immanuel, that is Hebrew for God with us. It is not the angel's message that turns their hearts. It is God's word and the promise of how the Messiah would come. And because both Mary and Joseph believed God's word about the Messiah, God's word that went against every other notion of reality of what should happen by faith in this promised Savior. Now the Savior will be born. Joseph is directed to give him the divine name. You should call his name Jesus, Yeshua, the Lord who saves because he will save his people from their sins. If the Christmas event happens by faith in God's word, the Christmas event will happen for you and blessings will come for you in the same way. As you believe that Jesus is the Savior who will take away your sins, finally by his going to the cross, then you will have the real Christmas blessing. It's not a matter of empty things in your stocking, but may your heart be filled with the promise that the Savior has now come for you. Amen. And the peace of God that passes understanding will keep our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. 
Amen.